welcome to the Unleash Your Voice podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Driuso, performer and creator by nature, voice specialist and leadership coach by day. And I work with entrepreneurs all over the world to help them unleash their voice and step into the leader that they were destined to be. This podcast is an unfiltered look at what it takes to truly own who you are as a leader, unleash your voice, and get your message to the masses. Are you ready to turn up the volume on your dreams, your desires, and your income? Sweet. Let's get started. What is up, you guys? This episode is a surprise for everyone involved, including you guys, but it was a surprise also to Dana and myself. So if you haven't met Dana already, you're probably not following me on the Facebooks or the Instagrams because we have had so many shenanigans (laughs) while she was in Calgary. Now she's living in beautiful Croatia, but we actually did a surprise live stream today on my page. So Part one is on my page. Part two is on Dana's page, but you can find that at facebook.com slash danielle.driuso or go to Unleash Your Voice on Facebook. It'll be on the Facebook page as well, but you can find part one and then you can watch part two, but I've stripped the audio from both part one, part two. You get to hear it all together here first. And it's going to be not only a little bit of a shit show because it's a live stream, halfway through my face froze in a very, very unflattering way. So we decided to start up again on her page. So that's number one. But number two, it is originally recorded as a live stream, not necessarily a podcast. So this is a little bit out of order than what I would normally do on the podcast. But this episode is going to be so much fun. We talked a lot about creating chaos in your life so you feel the freedom and justification to move forward and how creating chaos in your life can actually help you liberate yourself, but how it's definitely a self-sabotaging situation, right? Self-sabotaging pattern. We also talk about being a chameleon in order to truly step into a place of being worthy of love. We talked about so much good stuff. We also talked about honing in on your personal superpower and what that means for you. Also, at the end of this episode, you not only get a free gift from me, the Define Your Destiny Challenge, but you also get a free gift from Dana. So make sure to listen till the end. Everything's going to be in the show notes. And without further ado, I welcome one of my favorite humans in the world, Dana Lisa. trying to do an air horn because (laughs) I saw my friend Troy do an air horn so I wanted to do an air horn at the beginning of my video too I'll have to tag him after so he can critique my air horn okay wait oh no how do I do this I need to add Dana 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 (gasps) there we go okay so Dana is going to be in the his house in a second here. Hi, Steven. What's up? Hello, my love. Hi, hi. Airhorn, airhorn. Okay, where are my girl at? Where is Dana? Dana. She's supposed to be in the his house. Okay, I see her. I'm going to bring her on. She's coming on. Everyone dance while she's connecting. Oh. <laughs> 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 
tell you about earlier. I'm just going to plug for Troy really quickly because then I'm going to tag him in this. But he's doing the Common Ground Festival. So anyone from Calgary who's an artiste in any way, shape, or form, go check him out. But anyways, at the beginning of one of his videos, he did an air horn, and it was so good. And now at the beginning of all my videos, I'm just going to be like, pew, pew, pew. So when you messaged me earlier and you were like air horn in Croatia, and I like did it in my head, and I was like, nope, still sounds Caribbean. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we just need a Croatian flavor of it. Okay, I'm going to adjust my camera. What's up? Perfect. Should we introduce ourselves before for people who might not know us? Yes, please. Okay. I'm just pulling this up so I can see comments as we go. Okay, so okay, do you I'm Dana Lise. Yeah, I do. Okay, sorry, yes. I'm, I'm going. <laughs> do you want to continue to go first or shall I... <laughs> um, so I'm Dana Lisa. I'm Danny's best friend. I'm like Biz Bestie twin. Claiming it. I hope so nobody else old. has claimed it because I did. I, I just wrote, proclaimed. I'm not justified myself, but I'm Danny's best friend. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And okay. I am a content strategist. I am really, really good at writing in other people's brand voice. I'm really, really good at doing content takeovers for women um, who are in the coaching space, mindset coaching, online business coaching. I'm really amazing at creating an attraction uh, marketing system, organic marketing system for them and taking over their content in a way that's still really authentic to their brand voice, which is kind of my superpower. And that's something that Danny and I are going to be talking a lot about today is superpowers. I love how amazing you are. Like, I'm the best at... I love that. <laughs> I was talking. Who was singing on Genevieve. Genevieve Rocco. Shout out. Of course, we always name drop, and I don't know why, but I think it's because we just talk about so many people that we love. Okay. Anyways, she was talking, and she's like, fuck humble. And I'm like, yeah, fuck the idea of being humble. I'm just, like, so against that. It, it blocks up your throat chakra. So <laughs> you don't want to be humble up in here, Okay. It's so interesting though, because literally the live stream that I was telling you about where we were talking, uh, I was talking a little bit about what we're going to talk about today, which is amazing. I called it how to sell with confidence because I really believe that when you finally identify what your superpower is and you hone it in on your work, you can show up in a way where you're like, yeah, I am really fucking good at this because you're so you're so belief, your belief in it is so strong. You're knowing your internal knowing that you are really, really good at what it is that you're bringing to the table just shines through in your energy. You're able to just proclaim it in a way that there's no resistance and people can feel that they're like, Oh yeah, I believe her. Like (laughs) I I notice when I talk about what I do, like even though, even if I'm like being a little bit shy about it, but two of the things that I teach is like, know yourself and know your shit. I'm like, when I dive deep into that, and even if I introduce myself and I'm, like, kind of shy, people will be like, holy shit, that's really fucking cool. Even if they don't really understand it. They're like, whoa, that's... Fucking- Which is so awesome. Yeah. Should I introduce myself just in case no one knows me? I mean, like... Yeah, please great, do. But, okay. Hold please on. Do. I need to sip the tea. I don't spill tea. I can <laughs> sip it when I'm sick. Okay. So, <laughs> did you like that? I did. Hi guys, I'm Danny. <laughs> What's up? Um, I'm voice coach, leadership specialist at Unleash Your Voice. What's up? What's up? And I help entrepreneurs, influencers, and creatives 
really unleash their voice and get connected to their own sacred self-expression so that they can show up and own the fuck out of who they are and fill rooms with their badassery, both online and in the real world. And Love. My guests, too, that we were talking about, we're talking about superpowers today, you guys. We're talking about chaos and living in chaos and all of these beautiful, amazing things. But one of my personal superpowers is really unleashing people's weird and really unleashing people's abilities to connect to their own personal superpowers in a really bold and badass way. Which is mm. Ha- mm, mm. Damn, that's mm. Mm. juicy. <laughs> So juicy. And I'm so, so juicy. Tina's best friend, too, because that's how this is happening. Okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's sip our tea. Yeah. <laughs> I don't spill tea. I just said that. Okay. Um, what do you want to start with today? Do you want to start with, like, your riff on superpowers that was really bold? Yeah, I can. Um, Danny and I were just... Um, on a beautiful FaceTime before this call. And we both had amazing revelations recently as we do. And we realized there was a common theme between them because we're so interconnected, like twinning all the time that (laughs) it was Twilight Zone. So we had to get on and share it with you guys. I was recently, I had the best call that I've ever had with, with my business coach. And It was because I was able to actually just show up for the first time in our relationship, this coaching and coachy relationship without an expectation of how I needed to show up or what I needed to bring to the table or like what I was going to walk away with, which has been a really common theme for me in all of my relationships. It's a comfort zone that I'm stepping out of because my whole life I've always been a chameleon and I've always worn masks and I've always bent to the expectation of what it is that people thought I needed to be. And I'm so good. I'm so good at conforming to it that they didn't even need to verbalize it. I knew what they wanted from me. And I would step into that place in advance of them even verbalizing that that's what they wanted so that they would like me so that I could be the perfect friend or the perfect spouse or the perfect, you know, sister or the perfect daughter or whatever it was that I needed to be in order for them to think that I was great and perfect, I would then step into that chameleon role and I would wear a mask and I wouldn't get vulnerable with them. I wouldn't be my authentic self with that because I was always showing up as they needed me to be. And what ended up happening is I ended up creating these relationships where I almost resented people in my life because I felt like nobody knew who I really was, even though I had done that to myself. I had created, it was a problem that I had created And I ended up resenting the people who were the closest to me because I felt like they didn't know who I was. And then I've been cracking open. I've gone through a lot of personal change over the last little while. And it's manifested in my life in some really crazy, dramatic ways. I'm actually stepping into who I really am. And I realized that because I've been looking at this role of being a chameleon and my ability to adapt, to conform, I've been looking at it as like a bad thing that I've really been shying away from recently because I'm like, oh my gosh, it's created so many problems in my life and I need to be mapped to be vulnerable. 
I always have to be me and I always have to be real and I always have to be raw. And because I've almost demonized that attribute of myself, I wasn't using it, even though it's my greatest creative genius. It's my greatest creative expression. It is what I use to serve in terms of stepping into their brand voice and becoming who it is that they are in their content so that I, they feel really like they can trust me when it comes to replicating their, showing up like them on all of their, in all of their content. It's my greatest superpower. And it's something that not a lot of people in my industry have that makes me really, really fucking good at what I do. But I almost shied away from it altogether, demonizing that attribute of myself. And so one of the realizations I've had recently is that we all have these superpowers that are really like our greatest blessing and our greatest curse. And if we don't hone them in and use them in the areas of our life where they're going to be our creative expression and help us get further ahead and help us build our businesses or develop personally, we need to, but they can spill over into our personal life and we can end up using them almost as like these secret weapons can give a short-term benefit, but in the long-term end up really hurting us. And Danny had a similar experience recently, which is crazy and beautiful and amazing. And I'd love for her to share it because I've been talking forever now. <laughs> no, I loved it. Am I like glitchy kind of? A little bit glitchy. I hope, am I glitchy on your end? You are I can hear you. Computer, so it should be fine. <laughs> can you can you hear okay, me? Okay, good. <laughs> so can you hear me? We should be good. But <laughs> we should be good. But just in case, am I if I'm being glitchy, just let me know, y'all. And just like put like you're glitching, Danny, in the comments, okay? So one of the crazy things that happened on my end was that I have been in the theater world for so long, like came out of the womb, asked first, went into theater up until the time I was like 24, I'm 25 now, started my business and decided, you know what, because there was a moment in me stepping into my role as an artist where I was like, if I end up doing this for the rest of my life, I'm going to be a broke, struggling artist. And I was like, I don't want that life. That's not what I'm here to be on this earth to do. And I just knew that that was the path that I was going down. Now, saying that, I really just went, because I'm an extremist. I was like, that's it. I'm not doing any theater. That's it. I'm not doing any drama. I'm just really focused on my business. And so I started focusing so hard on my business that I didn't do any of the things that I really love to do anymore. Like, I wasn't auditioning for anything anymore I wasn't doing any theater stuff I wasn't hanging I hung out with all business people which is amazing but if you know anything about me I'm a very creative person and I thrive on creativity and storytelling and and these beautiful theatrical aspects of life and how life can be this beautiful magical amazing thing and I wasn't doing any of it and I was sticking with people who their brains work differently than mine and so I was trying to fit into this box of being a strategist. I was trying to fit into this box of being what they were being because I wasn't surrounding myself with artists. So I had a very limited view on, okay, well, that that part of Danielle has to go to the side. And now I have to wear this new mask of being this very strategic, like type A person that has to do this and isn't allowed to be playful or wear a clown nose or do whatever or joke about anything. Like I have to be so serious. 
and it just got really draining. So this past week, actually a couple weeks ago, I and it, last week I was teaching kids in Sylvan Lake, which is something that I used to do all the time and I absolutely love to do. And I just took the job and just came my way and I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do this. And one of my own personal rules is that for me, because I have this business that I love so, so much, a lot of those things that were hobbies that people are willing to pay me for, I would rather give it to someone who's like praying for that job. So the reason why I went and I taught was really because they messaged me and they're like, we can't find anyone else. And I'm like, yes, I will do that. And I'm going to go to Sylvan Lake, which thank God I did because it was so meant to be. I ended up walking into this art space called Sea Space here in Calgary. And it's really beautiful. All these artists rent out this huge old building and there's like puppets hanging from the ceiling and all the light fixtures are like created by artists and everything is amazing. So of course I called Dana when I'm leaving and I'm like, I'm quitting my business because I'm an extremist. <laughs> so I started like, oh my God, like what now? What's going to happen? And it was so funny. And Dana, being amazing, answers her phone in Croatia and is like, okay, so let's think this through, Danny. Like, wait a second, what are you feeling? And I realized, well, she helped me realize, that I was trying to plug into the creative side of me, but I wasn't allowing myself to. So in, so my idea was all or nothing. Well, in the space that I'm in with these people who I'm hanging out with, this doesn't make sense. So I can't be that. When really, I was just trying to wear all these different masks instead of just being myself, which is really interesting because what I teach people to do is to remove the masks and be themselves. So we were just talking about that and how like the theatrics is like something that I love and creativity and what I realized today if you don't know this like if you can't see that fucking shit show of a disaster on my clothes everywhere I've been going through my closet <laughs> because I like to take my time and I hate cleaning but I realized that not like in my physical space I wait till things get so unbearable that I must like donate things or I must get rid of things. Like it has to get to the point where I'm so fed up that I'm done with it. And I set a new boundary instead of just setting boundaries because I want to set boundaries. I have this need and desire to set boundaries because it gets so bad that I feel like I absolutely have to at the last resort instead of just honoring myself through the process. And I was talking about that today because I, there's so much chaos. I'm actually very comfortable in it because yesterday, even I started going through my closet and then I decided halfway through going through my closet, I was like, you know what? Like, oh, I'm tired. I'm going to go for supper. And then I, like, ate supper, came back, had clothes all over my bed. And instead of, like, continuing my job, I literally, Dana, I picked it up. And I moved it to my couch and just dropped it down. And I'm like, that's good for now. But I'm just, I'm just so comfortable in chaos. It's so like whatever it's fine I'll deal with it tomorrow and I realized it's because it wasn't bad enough that I needed to fix it like instead of just doing it and fixing it it wasn't bad enough that I need to fix it and I had a confrontation today with um someone who was on my life very recently that it blew up and it wasn't until it blew up that I felt comfortable walking away from that person for good because I let it get to the point where it's actually totally completely unbearable because I felt like I had to wear this mask of being the good little girl. I had to wear this mask of being the one who just like doesn't create chaos or doesn't be a catalyst to something. Because growing up, I have such a big personality. I have a big energy that oftentimes 
people would get rubbed the wrong way and there would be a lot of chaos in, in my house growing up that I felt the minute that I said something, it would spark something, which obviously in my like 10-year-old brain, mm-hmm. there's yelling going on and I say one thing, yelling gets louder. All of a sudden, I feel like I started the entire fight for no reason, even though it was like parent problems and has nothing to do with me. But for me, I was like, oh, that means I create chaos and I don't want to do that. So even though I was this very theatrical person, I love playwriting, I love sharing stories with entrepreneurs, I love bringing up people's weird, I love like allowing people to fully express who they are. It just never felt like a safe space for me to express who I was until I found this business that's like flooding into my own personal life. It feels unsafe again. But what I need to do is create a sacred safe place to self-express myself, which we'll talk about later. But yeah, sorry, I just talked for a long time. We did so yes. good with that. It was like, your turn, my turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not what we normally do. Let's just put that out there. No. <laughs> but I'm also glad we articulated it so well. We're talking about it on our FaceTime before, and I think we were really able to bring it together and reconvene the message that we <laughs> we were like, we were on our FaceTime, and Danny and I were like, oh, crap. Like, we need to just hop on this live because we're having the best conversation right now. Like, we need to go share it with people because it's getting, like, juicier and juicier. But yes, and I totally relate to you. Like when you talk about like living in chaos and how like it's comfortable for you to like like push it to this point of like you feeling comfortable walking away because it's like you're, you know, you know that the drama is coming. Like you know that it's coming and you're really comfortable with it and you're like feeling that build up and you're like, oh yeah, like I know where this is going. Like even if it's subconsciously, you know, because you're repeating this pattern of past behavior that you've repeated again and again and again. And so you're like letting it come and letting it come and you're, it feels good for you because it's comfortable. Right. And this is like, when we talk about the idea of like a comfort zone, times we really have to work extremely hard to raise our self-awareness before we really even know what our comfort zone is because it's so ingrained in us and it's so, it's so uh, just like inherent behavior. It's something that we do so naturally that we don't even recognize that it's happening. And so really before we can even ever step outside of our comfort zone or recognize what our comfort zone is, we have to raise our self-awareness to even get to the point where we understand like what it means to step comfort zone. And like, I relate to you because I push my, I also would push my relationships with people to the point where I would resent them for not knowing who I was, right? Like I wouldn't fix it beforehand and like start getting vulnerable and authentic with them and like get real with them. I would like put even more of a mask on and more of a mask on and another layer of a mask on until it got to this point where I was like, oh my gosh, like this person is so close to me and they think they know me so well, but they don't know me in that resentment is when I would feel comfortable walking away from the relationship and they're left thinking like, what the hell just happened? Right. And like, I can think of so many different representing so many different times that this pattern of behavior has repeated itself. And it gets to the point where I have built up such a wall by being such a chameleon that I'm so detached from the image of who it is that I've created for that person that when they lash out at me because they're angry or they're frustrated, their words don't even hurt me because I have literally, I have, I literally have no association with the person that it is that they're talking about. And 
it's so important for me now having recognized this and this is like me finally being able to step out of my comfort the first time ever in pattern of behavior because I finally recognize what has happened and what has been the root cause for me when it's come to letting it get to this point. And so I can finally recognize it and change it until I didn't know why this was happening to me. Like I didn't have an understanding of how I was using this attribute was I use as my creative expression and is a way that I serve my clients, how it had spilled over into my personal life. And I had let it create this chaos. Like you said, this comfortable chaos that felt so natural that I was doing it again and again and again and hurting myself and hurting people in my life around being so, because it was so ingrained in me. Oh my God. Yes. I just, I think I already told you this, Dana, like a long time ago, but, um, when I was in a four year long relationship, and so this is something with the resenting people, right? So I'm such, I'm someone who loves to creatively express myself every single day. I don't like routine. I like every day to be different. I like everything to be different. I like to like paint my world differently all the time. And I was in a relationship with someone for four years. And what I didn't realize during the time of that relationship is that someone gets to know who you are based on what, how they see you. So like you show people how to treat you, you teach people how to treat you, you show people what they can expect from you. Right. And it's so funny to me now because I have so much grace for people. I feel like now discovering this myself that no matter how many times you see someone and you interact with someone, you are literally seeing a snapshot of who they are in that moment, in that piece of time. So you, you, so in our heads, we're like, cool. So that's who you are. So I'm going to hold you accountable to that right there. And a lot of entrepreneurs feel that when they like get a huge success or they get a huge win. And then maybe the second win doesn't come right after. And they're like, well, shit, how do I hold myself accountable to that first massive up? Like in my business, when right now I feel like I'm in a down, but really I'm just plateauing because it's like a, that was one snapshot of my life. And it's so funny because during that four years, I changed so much and I continued to change. I continued to grow and I continued to shift. And I guess I didn't realize how much this person that I was with had an image of me. And there was a dream. Of course, I got to wait till things get like really ride out, like really just to the last straw before I walk away from things. But I had this dream where he posed me and I said, and I looked at the ring and the ring that he had in this dream was like this huge, like fancy ass ring. And for me, I love like handmade things and like local friends that they like, like, you know, crafted it by hand. I just love art. Right. So I saw this big fancy ring and he was holding it in front of me. And I said, oh my God, it's like, you don't even fucking know me anymore. It's like you don't even fucking know me. Just cut out. Oh, there we go. Am I back? I think you're back. Yes, you're back. Okay, so anyways, <laughs> yay. Um, so it was like, I literally was like, it's like you don't even fucking know me anymore, is what I said to like in him, in my dream. He was like, will you marry me? And I was like, no, you don't even fucking know me anymore. Which is so crazy. Oh if you God. think that that would maybe be like a, Danielle, maybe you shouldn't be together. No, no. I stayed like eight months past that until it got real bad. And then we broke up. Because I love chaos, apparently, to in order to walk away. Because that wasn't 
enough of a reason to trust myself in the moment. And that's what it really is. It's like when you live in chaos and when you want to live in chaos and you choose to just have that be your life, it's like you're not trusting yourself enough to walk away from things that don't serve you. You're waiting for something to force you to so that you have justification instead of just like not needing the justification. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's that. And I also just want to speak to that because I think a lot of people don't realize this is happening. Like when people are in this mode of like, well, this is just the way it is. This is how it always happens for me. Like that there's nothing I can do about it. There's nothing I can change about it. Like it's just is what it is because this is always the way that it's happened. They're, they're not at that place of the awareness of like, what is it that's really causing this? Like, what is my piece in this? What is my role in this? And like, why has this repeated itself? Like, why does this always happen for me? And some people are never going to be ready for that. But if you do choose to address it and you choose to say like, really like what attribute of myself is it that might actually be something really amazing that I'm using for really good things in my life? How am I using it here to protect myself as a defense mechanism? Or how am I using it here to, um, to, you know, like get my way or how am I using it here to manipulate people? Right. Because I think like every, everybody has these amazing skills that they use for good or I, or they should be using for good or they could be using. Some people aren't even using them in the right way. These are their superpowers and some people aren't even recognizing them as their superpowers and using them to better themselves in their business. But they also are using them in areas of their life in order to defend themselves or or manipulate people or they're not using them for, for good. They're using them for evil. Right. It's like this idea of a superpower is really, truly so perfect because like the analogy runs so deep. Like you look in like the movies and people who have superpowers, like heroes in the movies, oftentimes they wish they didn't have them because it's such a curse for their life and it creates so much turmoil. But at the end of the day, like it really is a huge blessing and it's so amazing. And if they use them for good, it's, it's crazy awesome. They just really need to hone them in and make sure that they're only using them for good. Right. And that they're not letting it spill over and affect areas of their personal life. I don't know if you can hear me right now, but you are frozen on my screen and you look angry. I wanted to say, am I frozen in like the weirdest way? Like what is happening? I took a screenshot on my computer because I'm like, what the fuck? What is happening? I'm pissed at you, Dana, for taking the spotlight. I'm just kidding. One second. I'm going to see if this helps. The funniest part about this is that I just want to, I don't know if Steven is still here, but shout out to Steven Scott. Today on his post, he's like, what are you? Like, or he was asking about horoscopes and I'm like, oh, I'm a Capricorn, but like, for sure, I'm an Aquarius. Like, that's what my moon is. And he's like, I would have assumed that you're a Leo. And I was like, I definitely enter rooms like I am a Leo. <laughs> okay. Yes. One sec. I'm just going to break it. And awesome. Yeah. Wait, can you see me or oh. hear me? I can hear you now. Can you hear me? <laughs> Why is yeah, this I'm going to refresh my computer. 
comments i'm just gonna read the comments and hopefully my face like doesn't keep doing whatever the hell it's doing you're in croatia and my internet's the one that's working like this right i'm in croatia it's probably working fine on my end because it's one o'clock in the morning here so like probably nobody is like taking any bandwidth except me i'm like the only one using it right now my god i'm so upset okay Watching from Nigeria. Hey, Francis. I think that's how I say your name. Steven Hager. Tammy said her hubby was born in Croatia. Oh, that's amazing, that's so Tammy. Yeah. I am in Splendid. What's up? Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? <laughs> Is my face still frozen? Yes. <laughs> oh my god, this it's is so still funny. Frozen. Hey, hey, do we want to do part two on yours and maybe it'll work better? We can. I'm going to answer Tammy's question first before we hop off. Um, Tammy, I am in a place called Split, um, which you probably know. I'm glitching out too, she said. Okay, okay. Um, I'm going to leave a comment that we're hopping. And then I'll leave a link for my... Oops. Okay, perfect. And then I will take you live. <laughs> Why does this always Oh my God. You, <laughs> Why did that sound so dirty? I, I will take you live. <laughs> Look at this face. Wouldn't you want to take this face live whenever I'm frozen like right now? <laughs> okay, I will see okay. you there. I'm going to like I'm going to take you to my page. Okay, okay bye. Hey peeps. All right, I'm back. I just have to figure out how to invite Danny on this live. So, I'm going to do that. <laughs> um we were glitching and Danny's face literally paused in probably the most hilarious screen shot I've ever seen. And 
literally we couldn't get it to go away and she looked so angry in the screenshot it was really it was really funny so um we <laughs> we came on for a part two so that I can bring her on live on my internet because her internet was just like being a beast so Danny are you here bringing you on camera yes I want you with me all right. All right, peeps. If you missed part one, it was definitely worth watching. Hey, girl, you're not Hi. frozen anymore. I know. Do you miss that? Do you want me to, like, can you recreate that? <laughs> <laughs> you were like thug life. You were like, <laughs> I was like actually rapping. I was, I was, rapping. you were really good. You were frozen there. And I, <laughs> Like, just really, though, like, why, why, why is this my life? <laughs> and literally, like, why is it that your internet was, like, having so much trouble and now we're totally fine? Okay, anyways, it's amazing. And hey, Tammy, Tammy's back with us. I'm so glad you're back for part two. Um, hey, Chris. Hey, Kim. So, okay, so if you guys missed part one, go back and watch it, but stay with us live now because you're here. So yeah. we are talking about superpowers, living in chaos, being a chameleon, mastering your superpowers and how really, oh, hey grandma. And how everybody can be, <laughs> everybody can be like have superpowers that are their greatest blessing and their biggest curse. So it was a beautiful like analogy that we were using, literally talking about like superheroes in the movies and you hear superpowers talked about all the time in our industry. So like in the coaching industry, you hear people talk about like you have superpowers and like ignite your superpowers and, and you have to like bring your authenticity to the table and that's your superpower. But I think a lot of people are actually stuck in repetitive patterns in their comfort zone that often have, Hey, Eugene, they're stuck in these repetitive patterns in their comfort zone that are often, often really great indications of what their superpowers are and how they're probably using them for evil, not good, and yeah. how they can then shift those things into their creative genius. So my example is I have this really great superpower of being a chameleon. I'm amazing at taking on other people's brand voice. I'm really, really good at copywriting for other people and creating content for other people because I'm so good at being a chameleon. And this is my superpower that I use in my work and it's my biggest creative genius, but I actually shied away from it altogether for a really long time because it spilled over into my personal life and it created turmoil and chaos there that was really comfortable. It was a repetitive pattern of behavior that was really comfortable for me. Um, and Danny was sharing some of her examples of similar experiences. Yeah. And I think I have another one because we were talking about like, it's just going on like a superhero theme. When I was growing up, um, Dana knows this, but I was obsessed with poison. And Ivy. One of my favorite things was like that she could captivate anyone and that anyone around her, she could just like get, get their attention like that and feel almost like, like just worthy of love. Like in an instant, she would be worthy of love is what my little tiny brain understood at the time that I used to watch the Batman movies all the time. Right. And like, I would really read the comics and I would get the sirens comics. And I was like, this is so cool. Like poison Ivy is so cool. But growing older, it, it, I realized that, <laughs> shocker, I'm Poison Ivy, guys. <laughs> Spoiler alert. 
I realized that I have this. Oh, my gosh. I realized, and I even dyed my hair bright red, like the color of my nails red in grade seven. And I always had red hair. And right now it's black, but normally it's red. And I was poison ivy like every second Halloween and stuff like that. But I like totally obsessed with it. But I realized that that is also my superpower is like, and it's something that I teach on too, right? Is entering a room and captivating everyone just by your own magnetic energy. But what I realized is that the downside to that are like using your powers for good or for evil was when you're doing that, when you're always kind of like turning that on, sometimes it can be a defense mechanism or a protection of being like, I need you to be way more in love with me than I'm in love with you because I don't want to feel vulnerable or I want you to be way more invested in me than I am in you because I don't want to feel vulnerable. I don't want to feel like I have the ability to be left. I don't want to feel like someone has the ability to be upset with me, if that makes sense. So even like in client contracts, like I'm going to over deliver because I need you to feel like you're getting your money's worth. I'm not going to trust my own abilities as a coach. I need to prove myself to you or I need to prove myself or justify who I am or prove that this is what you need or something like that. Or even in my marketing, like feeling like I almost needed to like razzle dazzle people into buying instead of just showing up like Danny. Like I used to always sit there and be like, how can I make this more fantastical? How can I make this more shiny object? How can I get this? Like, and I even had a content layout, which is still really good (laughs) where it's like spark title. Like this is like, how do I capture people's attention? How do I do this? And that's all amazing. And teaching people how to like captivate audiences online and offline with just their energy But it comes to a problem when you feel like, well, I'm out of my bag of tricks and you're not trusting yourself. (laughs) You're thinking you have this bag of tricks of like, well, I have nothing else to give you. Now I guess you're just going to get bored. Right. That makes sense. Instead of being captivating. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, it's interesting because it's like this perspective of having you like identify what your superpower is. And it's something that like, we are supposed to just naturally and inherently have this superpower and it just emanates from us. And it is something that is our superpower because it's who we are. It's a part of who we are as a human being. Yet when we identify it, we almost have this like pressure to always have it on. And so all of a sudden it becomes this new mask that we're wearing because it's like, well, I have to show up like this and be like this because if I don't, then I'm not using my superpower. So instead of just like, letting it be and inherently naturally exuding whatever our superpower is and bringing it to the table as part of our epic value that we provide as a human being, it becomes this additional layer of an expectation that we put on ourselves and it becomes heavy and exhausting and exhausting. Yes. Like I lost my voice. (laughs) Haha. The voice coach lost her voice, but like really though, (laughs) I lost my voice because I was, there were certain classes Um, that I was teaching that, like, I I was speaking to Dana. I don't think I said this on part one, so I'm going to say this now. I was in this grade one class, and this guy, I hadn't done a residency or gone into schools for, like, two years. And so I'm like, okay, this one guy came on. It's his very first time doing anything, and he's going to shadow someone. And in my head, I'm like, don't pick me. Don't pick me. Dear God, please don't pick me. And he's like, I'm going to go with Danny. And I was like, of course. All right. Like, I'm going to have to pull some stuff out of my ass, like, to make this work. Hopefully, I don't teach him wrong. Like, you're to do but we ended up going to this grade one class and, um, I just like warned him ahead of time. I was like, I haven't done this in like two years. I just want to let you know that like, I'm not an expert at this, um, at this current stage, but 
we'll see what happens. And I may introduce you and all this stuff. He's like, yeah, yeah, that works. We go in and I just started teaching and I started talking to the kids and stuff like that. Just being myself, right? I feel most comfortable in a grade one class because everyone's just so loud and creative and I just feel very at home there. <laughs> so I just was being myself. And when we left, he's like, wow, that was so impressive. Like, I'm so impressed of how captivating you are. Like, had, had they just like could not keep their eyes off of you. And I was like, oh, wow, like that's really incredible that you noticed that. And I was feeling really good about myself. But later in the week when some of my older classes started to not really be all there, right? Because it's like Thursday or Friday. It's like getting close to the weekend. It's close to the final thing. And everyone's really giddy. I felt like I had to turn it on. So it's like yes. I couldn't just room and You couldn't just let it be. Yeah. I couldn't let it be. I had to prove to them that they had to pay attention. That you to had this like, thing. Yeah, that I, like, everyone pay attention to me. I am the leader here. This is who I am. And people can probably feel that when they first come onto the scene and maybe they start to get some some feedback that's really positive and then all of a sudden maybe their engagement starts to trickle and instead of just trusting that okay if I just keep showing up it's gonna come back if I just keep showing up it's gonna it's just who I am is what people pay me for they start thinking what's my next trick what's the next thing that I can yeah. engage with what's the next thing I could buy in order to get this back in order to get this superpower that I've already had and cultivated and owned how can I get that back right so they start going into this like mm. scarcity mode of can I what tricks can I do? Oh, th- let me throw a funnel. Let me throw this. <laughs> just like what? Yeah. Like, let me just throw everything out. Poof, me, poof, sales funnel. Sales <laughs> funnel. Or they like like pause the energy, right? They're like, right? Oh, okay. So it's just like, so it's just like always trying to find something to like be the most flashiest, most like captivating person and try to catch attention instead of just showing up as you and trusting that's enough. And this is what happens. You lose your voice because you're yelling at grade fives. I didn't yell. I was just loudly talking. (laughs) Oh, hey, Monica. Get people's attention. (laughs) Hi, people's. Um, But yeah, that's like the thing is like you're always trying to get people's attention and it's going to exhaust you. Like that's, that's what I lost my voice for. Not any vocal strain. It was just like physical exhaustion from trying to keep up and trying to prove myself. And you're probably feeling this at all areas of your business. If you've been doing this, I'm going to look at comments. Totally. So it's really interesting because I know, I think this was in part one. I love how we have like part one and part two. Now we we're like classic for that. That's like our new oh. go-to move. Like, <laughs> so in part we'll one, part I was one talking on about page. how like, literally but we were talking about how our superpowers they we use them for our defense right like it's something that we naturally and inherently have and of course as humans like we naturally want to protect ourselves and so we use our superpower as a defense mechanism which is often when it ends up hurting our, our life when it trickles over into our personal life. And for me, like when I hear you say that story, it's like Danny wore her, her magnetism as a self-defense because she was going into an uncomfortable situation in order to make it as comfortable for yourself as you possibly could. You threw up your superpower. You're like, okay, like here's my superpower. I'm going to wear it right now as a mask, instead of just inherently letting it resonate from this place of like, this is who I am as a being. And I can stay vulnerable while exuding my superpower in a really vulnerable and authentic way. And that is 
I think the, the other shift that I had to have around like being a chameleon and using that as like a short-term defense mechanism to not be vulnerable and not let people in, which in turn ended up creating these resentful relationships that I ended up being totally detached from instead of, instead of coming from this place of like using my chameleon ability to defend myself, I was able to like be really comfortably internally armored. So instead of like holding it up as a shield, I was able to come from this place of like, I'm cracked open and I am internally armored with this superpower of being able to adapt and let people, you know, like me because I'm a likable person, but I can still show up really authentic and vulnerable and protect myself without needing to wear it like a mask or a shield. And like that shift is, it feels like it should be small and it feels like it should be like a, almost like a common sense thing, but it was the biggest diff, like life-changing difference and realization that I really had in terms of like, this isn't something you need to demonize and use as a defense mechanism. It's part of who you inherently are. And it's a beautiful, wonderful thing that you can share with the world in a way that feels good for you and for them and isn't a, a thing to like lash out with, but instead a gift that you can share in a really beautiful, vulnerable way. Does that make sense? Did that come out right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that so much because there is one exercise that I do, and I'm sure that I've talked about it on one of our many, many things that we talk about, but it's called like, the lighthouse where you just turn on this inner light inside yourself and it's not this like crazy dramatic thing. Um, and I even like, I taught, it's so cute. I taught the grade ones this and I was like, and then you just turn on the lighthouse and I, I say it when I'm talking to kids, I'm like, it's like, you have glitter in your eyes. It's like you have glitter in your belly. And when you open your eyes, I can see it. And they're like, instantly, like you just feel the room fill with their presence. And it's just such a powerful thing. And it's the same thing. Like you have this magic inside you and I can see it in your eyes. You do not need to like, like burn down the fucking lighthouse in order for the boats to find you. you yeah. Just turn on the light. <laughs> like that's it. Like you don't have to overexert yourself or, or like make it a big dramatic theatrical thing. It can just be part of who you are. And that can be in more than enough. Like a match can light an entire room. You don't have to turn the whole room into like a forest a bonfire. Fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Danielle's also super into arson. Um, Apparently. Like, are we gonna are we gonna move to like Molotov cocktails now? Is that like the next yeah. level? <laughs> that was the next slide, but we'll take our time with that one. <laughs> Oh my God. It's true though. And I know that that's one of the things that you taught me early on, which I think is really beautiful that you, so I'm going to just like explain your lighthouse because, or you you should explain your lighthouse, explain like the lighthouse exercise. I want you to explain it and then I'll see where I can help you. I think it'll be good. I want to know what you remember. Okay. So one of the things, yeah, so we were sitting on the couch and we were holding hands and no. <laughs> you're not wrong. Where is the lie though? Where is the lie? Where is the lie? Yeah. <laughs> but literally like, I remember Danielle teaching me this because we were sitting there and we were talking about something really similar, like how you don't have to like you don't have to be this burning flame of a human in order to really naturally attract 
who it is that you're meant to attract. Like you can be a magnetic presence for the people that you're meant to magnetize simply by existing in your truest form of yourself. And that only has to do with your relationship with you and growing your connection with yourself. And she said one of the exercises that she uses to really help her kind of like tone it down and like hone back into that true self and that internal source is to imagine yourself as a lighthouse and you don't need to set the lighthouse on fire in order to be a magnet. All you need to do is turn on the light inside of the lighthouse, Mm -hmm. turn on that internal source and visualize yourself as that lighthouse who's glowing from the inside out and therefore naturally being a magnet for what it is that you're supposed to attract instead of feeling like you need to like be this heavy, crazy ignition, like gasoline lit bonfire in order to attract who it is that you're meant to attract, like be patient, like be, be okay with just being who you are and letting that internal source shine through. You said that so well, you did so good. You didn't have faith in me. (laughs) I did. I was like, I want to see, I was like, I trust you, but I also kind of want to see what happens. I know you are. Yeah. But, but I rose to the challenge. I was like, I'm going to articulate this so well that Danny's not going to have any criticism. It was so good. Like, I have none, of course. It was just amazing. So one of the things, too, is, like, the lighthouse doesn't turn on its light. And it's like, okay, any boats out there? Uh, is, does anyone need help? As everyone goes. Hello? I'm like, hello? <laughs> <laughs> But, like, they're not, like, is everyone out there? Okay, good. Continue to be a lighthouse. They're not, like, all right, are we still doing okay out there? You, by the way, are you still doing fine? Like, they just, like, let the boats come in, right? And it's so funny, like, <laughs> do you like that? It's so good. It's really that's good. so Danny. I need a show that, like, is, like, that's so Raven, but it's, like, that's so Danny. Okay, anyway. That's so Danny. Uh, I like it. Um, but if thinking about like the imprint, I always, I did this with my little grade ones too, which is so cute, but I, I made them like imagine the imprint that they're making in the air, which I love doing too. And that's like some, one of the other things that I teach. Um, and it's like when you visualize the imprint that you make in the air and you allow that imprint to grow and to shrink, you get to a place where you're really comfortable and that's how much energy you're taking up in this space. And then what you, what I allow people to visualize is that, and then just like this glass lighthouse kind of like drops over you really gently, not like the witch and the wizard of Oz, just like gentle, (laughs) (laughs) gentle. So it kind of gently comes, comes over you. And so you're like a house, you're like this super safe house and you have these windows that radiate the light for you. You don't have to like break through the windows because they're windows. Like we can see it, but you're also protected and you're also safe and you also captivate people. And I just play with this sometimes when I'm like kind of feeling shitty at the grocery store, I'll like turn off my light and then people don't talk to me. Or if I'm feeling really shitty at the grocery store, I'm like, I wonder if I can still get like some compliments or something. And I like turn on the light and then like people will like stare and I'm like, yeah, that's me in the sweatpants. That's right. (laughs) Right. But it just works. Like you'll find me in the coffee aisle. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You can definitely find me in the coffee aisle. Yes. (laughs) And I'm drinking tea right now. This is how, you know, I'm sick. I'm going against my own beliefs here. I don't know. Yeah. Something's definitely wrong with you. 
Yeah, I don't even know. It's, I can't even know too. I'm be, not happy. Be careful with those facial expressions. Your face might freeze like that, for real. I know your mom always told you when you were a kid. But, we, <laughs> but it actually happened. I'll tell my mom that too. I'll be like, guess what happened today? My face actually froze like that. It actually froze like that, for real, for real. Oh, uh, okay, does anyone have any questions for us? I wonder. We have four people still watching. One of them might be me. <laughs> One of them is probably me, too. We, pro- we, we have, have two people watching. <laughs> that are not us watching that are, that are not us watching us because we're, we're cool like that. Yeah, um, right? So I want to talk about, because I'm just excited about it, and I created something really cool today. Using my superpower, since we're talking about superpowers, I... I'm really, really good at helping people create a system for their content that allows them to, number one, show up really authentically and always be on point with their brand, but in a way that's not like, they don't feel like they're like pushing it in in a way that feels like gross or icky. And I'm really good at creating a system for them to actually outsource their content in a way where people can also create on-point content for them. So something that I hear from entrepreneurs all the time is when they're creating content, they feel overwhelmed because they're like, oh my God, I have to create so much content. And I, you know, I built these relationships. Like that's how I got these clients is by building these relationships online. But now that I have these clients, I'm busy serving them as I should be and growing my business. Like I don't have time to keep showing up consistently, building these relationships in places like social media by creating all of this content. And they want to outsource it, but they're struggling to outsource it because they feel like nobody can take on their brand voice, which like I was saying is like my chameleon superpower is taking on people's brand voice. And so I realized because a lot of people like hire a VA or they hire an OBM, but then they're like, but I don't know what, like, I don't know how to like give you my stuff in order for you to like help me in a way that feels good for you. I don't know how to do it. And so then they end up not getting a return on their investment and they're like, VAs and OBM suck. And it's like, well, no, like you just need to have a system in place that's going to allow you to do what it is, allow them to do what they need to do for you to support you. Right. So I created this system for free. (laughs) So I'm going to drop it in the comments. (laughs) X-Men. Yes. Yes. So literally like I had this vision and I finally brought it to fruition of being able to give people a content strategy system that number one, allowed them to show up on social media and spend way less time because a lot of people drop their content and number one, their content doesn't have any intention. It doesn't live in their sales process. So they're not getting the engagement or the conversions that they're looking for from their content or number two, they don't have, they drop content and then they never use it again. So they are not repurposing their content in a way that that content becomes evergreen and they squeeze every single drop of value out of all of the content that they're creating. So they're feeling burnt out, like totally burnt out when it comes to their content creation. So I was like, screw that. There's a better way. And I created it. I created the system and it's so beautiful and it's so good. And it's going to allow you to not only spend way less time with your content creation and always create on point content that gets engagement and converts, but create a plan to outsource that content. So that creation, so that you can actually get people on your team who are capable of creating really high quality on point branded content for you because you have a system that enables them to do it. So Mm -hmm. good. 
Damn, that's so good. Damn, that's fresh. Damn, juicy. <laughs> so good, and I love it. And I'm going to take a moment to just drop below. Like, if people want, I was in Target with something else, but this is even better. If people want, like, the lighthouse challenge, or like, the lighthouse challenge, the, it's a challenge. Um, the lighthouse exercise and stuff and a couple other exercises that they can do. Um, it's all in the Define Your Destiny Challenge, which is totally free. It's five days. So I dropped that in the comments yeah. so people can take, like, their five days and do the lighthouse thing on their own. And then there's a bunch of other videos that help you to really, like, hone in on your own um, personal superpower and really, like, ignite your own inner influence and your self-expression and all that jazz. Mm, that's so good. I, so you're shooting me the guns. I like it. That's, I, I don't know why, like this whole week, anytime I do anything, it'd be like a wink or like finger guns. So or both. Uh, oh my God. So we did it. I stayed up until one fifteen in the morning, Croatian time. And look how good my energy was. I honestly was so wired. I like had this idea for this content strategy dashboard. And like, I've, I've been meaning to do it for weeks and literally I was so inspired today. I came home and I like got, you know, when you get like blinder absorbed in what you're doing and then all of a sudden like you, my phone buzzed and it was you and you were like, what are you doing today? And I like started laughing because it was like 45 minutes to midnight. And I was like today with my 45 minutes remaining in this day, I am going to, (laughs) I'm going to do a live with you because I'm wired. <laughs> right? It was so funny. It was so good. Like, my podcast, I was supposed to do a podcast with someone and their internet wasn't working. I was like, what's Dina doing? <laughs> and it's so funny. Podcast. I thought about taking my makeup off like five times in the past like four hours and I didn't do it. And it was for this reason. I still would have showed up for you even without makeup, but I want you to know I knew, I knew psychedelically. Not because I do drugs, but I just have a connection with you. <laughs> that psychedelically is a scientific term, everyone. That's a scientific yes. term. We just got word that psychedelically is now the scientific term for that. For for this connection, this is psychedelically. Psychedelically. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. I appreciate you so much, and I appreciate you staying up for me. And I love oh my God. it. I'm not even so- tired. I'm really, I really enjoyed this. It was so wonderful. Good. Stop making those faces. Like, it's a normal part of who I am, but, like, now I know what can happen. (laughs) 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 So, um, in case, if you guys are watching this, if you missed it, there is a part one. And the reason that there's a part two, which we're on right now, is because literally Danny's face got frozen. Like, she looked, like, like really aggressive, angry, and it was frozen. And, like, we tried to roll with it. Like, we tried to do the entrepreneur, like, power through thing. But it was, like, so bad for so long that we just had to, we had to part two it. So here we are. But we highly recommend watching part one. (laughs) Highly recommend it. And if you're like, oh, I miss Danny and Dana. Then we have so many Double videos D. that you can creep on both of ours. <laughs> normally, we have to do two sessions. <laughs> so we, so we, go, we go live once on Danny's page and then once on Dana's page. We like to part two our live streams. Yeah. <laughs> Always happens. Always. I mean. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love you so much. 
thank you for this impromptu live stream and thanks for joining us if you catch the replay drop me a replay eat some sladolid for me dana okay well i know i know a chef here so i will hit them up for whatever that is sladolid it better be delicious if it's not i'm gonna be disappointed (laughs) just kidding tammy (laughs) it sounds like what that sounds like i don't know what that is but it sounds like some i don't know it it, i'll eat hummus for you dana and tammy after this (laughs) (laughs) oh my god dan i don't know about salt a lot of like what is it? I'm so curious. Okay, I will eat some for you, Tammy, and I will even take a photo and I will send it to you. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Okay. I love you. Okay. Bye, team. I love you. It was so great. Bye. And we will talk bye, to you all very soon. Blah, blah, blah. I hope you love, love, loved that episode. You want to come hang out with me a little bit more and maybe talk some more leadership love and unfiltered voice, then you can go ahead and find me on social media at Danny Driuso. And I would love for you to come join me in my private Facebook community. This is where the conversation continues, okay? So I'm always in there giving you guys live trainings and information and just making sure that you guys are fully supported in your business life and leadership. Okay. It's a totally free Facebook community and you can find the link below in the show notes to come join me there. And I would love, love, love for you guys to leave me a review if you feel so moved to and let me know how you are loving these episodes. Okay. And maybe who you want to see on next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Unleash Your Voice podcast and go be bright, be bold, and be you.